0: Good morning. You're listening to What We Should Have Learned in School, and I'm your host, Amy Leo. And I'm going to switch up the topic a little bit today, since my wedding is about a month away. And I've noticed some things really come up that I think are also relevant to you in your own life. I'm sure I'm not the only person <laughs> that is sometimes caught by the throes of insecure thinking. So when I talk about insecurity, I'm kind of talking about that hmm, anxiety or uncertainty that we feel about ourselves. It's kind of tied to that egoic need to kind of prove ourselves, to kind of prove that we're, you know, a good enough person that we're maybe even better than others or prettier than others. And and we indulge this tendency in so many ways. what inspired this episode is that, of course, I'm making all my final appointments for the wedding and this and that, and I really considered for a moment of getting botox <laughs> Now, some of you uh, may have all kinds of opinions on that. you may say, uh, aren't you quite young?" or you might think, "Oh yeah, go for it. I love the Botox I had on my face and this and that and the point isn't necessarily the Botox itself. It's the thinking behind it. That again, it's such a common procedure that we expect it of the people that we call, you know, the bold, the beautiful, the successful. And what you're essentially doing is putting one of the most poisonous toxins into your body. I mean, Botox is a neurotoxin. <laughs> and, and so many of us take that risk in order to satisfy or we think we're satisfying that insecure voice inside our heads. But what happens is that, okay, now we have skin that doesn't necessarily move and we maybe look five or 10 years younger, but then there's another area of our life that we can improve and we can be better at. Uh, I I've also seen this come up in fashion. So I, I'm not huge into fashion. Maybe you've noticed I wear a lot of Under Armour because my husband is the country manager of Under Armour. But um, that's neither here nor there. It, in Finland, it's interesting here that it's very common that you'll actually have gals that <laughs> are wearing the same clothes that you have at home. I've actually had this experience here for the first time in my life. And when I asked my Finnish friends, they said this is pretty normal. And so I did a trip to uh, Tallinn, Estonia, with the girls, and. You know, I took out my credit card to pay for my clothes. And and what I realized is that everyone kind of looks the same. You know, most of the stores that that purport to have fashionable clothes, I mean, they, they look very similar. And when I really looked around, I asked myself kind of the question, you know, what is the cost of insecurity? What is the cost financially? What is the cost to our health? Again, we do all types of crazy things that could jeopardize our health in pursuit of vanity, in pursuit of looking what we deem to be beautiful and and looking and searching for praise from other people. Or we might just be trying not to be judged by other people, but that's impossible. That's an impossible rat race. So I ask you today. How is insecurity showing up in your own life? What is the cost for you? You know, in the United States, the weight loss industry is like a $66 billion industry. (laughs) And the personal development, the self-improvement is, is also way up there. I think it's around eight or $9 billion. So people are constantly believing that there's a void inside of them And it's almost an obsession to outdo our neighbor. Again, that insecurity is is kind of fostered in competition. It's fostered in the belief that you aren't good enough the way that you are. And so I'm not saying don't buy nice things. I'm not saying don't enlist in a workout program or, or find something that works for you. If you want to have a healthier lifestyle. But get aware of where, where is it coming from? From what place are you buying these things? From what place are you doing these things? There's a really great book. It's called Your Money or Your Life. And when I interviewed the gal that retired at 33, she cited that that was one of the pivotal books in her own understanding and her own path to financial freedom, for instance. And what I like about that book is it doesn't tell you what to do. It doesn't tell you where you should spend your money, but it's inviting you to get aware of what is it that you really value and the way you spend money. Is that reflecting what you actually value? Are you fully aware the place from which you are making purchases from? And that does make a difference. I do find it very peculiar that most people that I speak with are just always broke. You know, there's folks that no matter how many promotions they get, they always experience a sense of being broke because they just spend more as they make more. And so where does that come from? Again, what, when is it enough? Maybe we have it backwards Maybe the sense of being enough is something to be touched upon first, and then we have more freedom to go into our lives and use money as a tool to do things that we enjoy or that we value. I also want to touch upon what is the cost to your life? This cost of insecurity, I came across one of the first songs I ever recorded a couple days ago, and it by far has the most comments, downloads, and listens on SoundCloud than any of my other songs. What's even more interesting is that I am still experiencing insecurity. So in some ways, I'm a victim to my own thinking, much more than I ever was to anyone else's opinions, because I never even released that song. You know, you spend all this time and money to create something, to record it. It actually gets positive feedback, and I just stop dead in my tracks with it. Never put a video up on YouTube, never released it on Spotify or iTunes. And so where's your story like that? What is the cost of insecurity to you? How much time and energy and effort is wasted in indulging these made up ideas about yourself? that you probably got from the culture that you were raised in. They probably were not your original idea as a, as a baby. You know, when we're children and learning and we're learning to walk and talk, there isn't an insecurity there. We're not doing that for other people. We're not like concerned. Oh my God, how will I look if I fall down for the eighth time? You know, we're just in life. We're just living And and there's a freedom there. And that's a freedom that we can begin to tap into more and more as we're an adult. It's a remembrance, almost, of the fact that at the core, we are vessels of consciousness. We can experience a whole range of thoughts and feelings and behave from that or not. And so what is the cost of insecurity to your wallet to your health, to your life? How much time do you waste indulging these insecure thoughts, time of your life that you can't get back? Can you, can you dive deeper to take a look at what insecurities are? I don't care if your culture reinforces it. It's still a construct. It's still a group of people's idea of what is beautiful, of what is successful, of how people should live their lives. And, you know, it's not really working out for us very well in America as citizens, is it? It's really not. When we take those concepts as absolute truth and we behave in accordance with them at the detriment to our financial health, our physical health, our emotional health, our creative health even. Have fun with this exploration today. Again, my name is Amy Leo. You can learn more about me at amyleo.com. Until next week, stay curious. Really get curious. Write and create your own definition of insecurity. Look around to the people in your life. See how insecurity shows up for them. Do they act on insecurities? Do they not take them seriously? Do they do something else? Just become like a little scientist in your own life and see what information you can gather that will perhaps be more empowering, more helpful, more in alignment with actual <laughs> the actual workings of a human being versus our imagined ideas and expectations and these crazy standards that we set for ourselves and hold others to. This isn't necessary. This isn't required for a genuinely happy, fulfilling, healthy life.